How great is thy goodness, which thou hast laid up for them that fear thee. He said that God has his goodness laid up for them that fear him. Watch. Which thou hast wrought for them that trust in thee. Before. You notice? He said this goodness, this favor. He says, God exhibits it publicly before the sons of men. I don't know why you wouldn't, you know, you know say what the scripture just told you. Eh? Before the sons of men. So any Christianity that is not vulnerable with men is a fake. You must be vulnerable with men and trust God. With your life. Amen. Let God defend you. Amen. Let God protect you. Amen. Let God cover you. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. David said, Lord, you are my glory. And the lifter up of my head. It's not me lifting myself up. That, that should nauseate you. You want God to lift you up. Amen. You don't need the imitation. That's wearying and troubling. Mm -hmm. I laugh at people. I say, it's because you don't know the scriptures. Because if you look at the development of the nation of Israel, from Abraham to Isaac, Isaac to Jacob, before they started multiplying. But look at all the carnage along the way. Amen. From the sending off of Ishmael, from Esau being rejected at home and going to join Ishmael. You see what happens? Each time somebody fouls out, they go and join the same group. Amen. Don't you see that happening in church? Amen. People are correct them, they get angry, and they go and join those that left. And they have a community. Amen. Even one time I heard they were meeting for uh, prayer. I don't know what they're praying. <laughs> <laughs> and I hear that when they meet, they cook and eat and just talk. Mostly against me. They're not praying anything. Amen. Just wasting their lives. Amen. I said, don't you see that the scripture has already shown you the patterns? And that bitterness is still going on. Amen. In the Middle East. Yes. It's the same bitterness. And for centuries they've been trying to win over Israel. And it still hasn't dawned on them that. Il n'est pas possible. <laughs> Do you know what that means? It is not possible. <laughs> it's not possible. You can't win over God. Look at this, and you'll see what I'm, I'm trying to show you. He says, Thou shalt hide them in the secret of thy presence from you notice, he said, now, once you enter this room, 
He said, God will hide you from the pride of man. You see what you forfeit by not submitting and getting in line the way God prescribed his kingdom to run. He said, God will hide you in his pavilion from the pride of man. You see? So when you are so concerned about the pride of man, then I know you are not my son. You are not following what God told me. You, 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 you won't allow yourself to be vulnerable so God can cover you, bless you. I mean, I remind you again. He said, if you lose it, your life, you will find it. He said, I'll give it back to you. But if you protect it and keep it, you will lose it. So when I'm warning people, watch out now. You might lose your life. They think I'm threatening them. No, I'm telling you the Bible. It is written. I don't know why you only want uh, ice cream and cake. It is written. In red. By Jesus. Don't you see how we lost our lives and came to church during COVID? It's okay. Since you believe me, I'm going to cover you. And COVID will have nothing to say. Have we shut down like other churches? We'll be counting off maybe 10, 15, 20 people that died. But we are all here. <laughs> That's what Paul said to the jailer. We are all here. He saw the doors open. Every man's chains had fallen off. He said, but we are all still here. COVID has come and gone. We don't know what else is coming, but it will, st- it will still come and be gone. It will come and it will pass. I'm showing you this thing so that you can lay them down in your heart and enter this realm of faith and realm of blessing. Hallelujah. Now, Now look at this. Thou shalt hide them in the secret of thy presence from the pride of man. Thou shalt keep them secretly in a pavilion. Watch this. From the strife of tongues. People will be talking. You have to get used to it. But God promises, if you will trust me, I will let the people talk, but it will have no power over you. Hallelujah. Blessed be the Lord, for he has showed me his marvelous kindness in a strong city. Now, watch. Why is it that God does not protect us from the strife of tongues. Why is it that Jesus said, I will bless you with a hundredfold with persecution? You have to understand that. Because I told you it's harder to maintain than it is if God releases these attacks and these tongues and these comments and these issues. You will go to sleep enjoying his prosperity. You will quit praying. Now you got money. And everything is working for you. You can't fast. You start fasting by 12 (laughs) o'clock. So they have to put a a lake or two. Now you're going water only for three days. Good. Uh We got you where we want you. (laughs) 
That's the first thing, so you will not trust. Now watch, look at the text. Thank you, Lord. He just gave it to me. Paul wrote, we have the sentence of death in ourselves. That we might trust in the living God. Hallelujah. Huh? Hallelujah. Come on, find that scripture for me. Let's, let's read it. Huh? It just dropped. But we had the sentence of death in ourselves. In other words, a ruling was made that we must, let me put it nicely, we must be crucified with Christ. In other words, God has no plans to leave you like you are. I know he's granting you grace now and forgiving you, and, uh, but don't, 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 don't think it's going to last forever. This, this is your honeymoon season. Amen. He's going to pass. Amen. And he's going to put his foot down. Amen. And now, you, you can't do as, as you used to do and get away with it. But we had the sentence of death in ourselves that we should not trust in ourselves, but in God. Which, that means that in the process, it might even look like I have died. But I have to believe him that he will raise me from the dead. Hallelujah. Whatever this death is, that God will resurrect me. You don't know how ridiculous you look to be a part of the resurrection for all nations covenant. And God is going to use this grace to resurrect nations. And you are in the house and you are dead. And you are not resurrected. Amen. Don't you see how ugly you look in the spirit? Amen. But he says, you trust God, even if it means that you are dead. He said he will resurrect you. But we refuse to take the wrong. We fight back, go through strife. We go to counseling. And this one is trying to get convinced. The other one, that the other one is the wrong and all of this. And then all the breakthroughs are passing you by. Amen. Why? What has it profited you all this time? Even if you gain the whole world, you say you're going to lose your soul because you are not being transformed into the image of Jesus Christ. You have to be tried, and you take it. You have to go through frustrations, and you worship God anyway. Amen. Hallelujah. Now, here's the second reason. So I'll move it, move it forward because time is running out. The second reason is the covenant says that every tongue that rises up against you shall be condemned. So you have to know that when the stripes of tongue arises, these are all the tongues that will be condemned. Amen. But what they said or the evil they wish will never come to pass. I remember I'm driving on 285, and when I got to, if you're coming this way to the airport, and I got to that place where you see the sign O National 85 South and all of that, and just before I got there, God said to me now, there are people, and He named one particular person, He said, there are people that will never be over it, and some of them will go to their grave wishing you evil. He said, except something terrible happens to you, they will never be over it. 
And some of them have died and never got over it. Because the lust of vindication is so, you know, so hateful, it's so fierce. People don't want to be wrong. So I might even raise the dead. <laughs> they will still say, oh, they didn't really die. They might, they might have been just brain dead. <laughs> or they were in a coma. They'll find something. Sometimes, for years, I used to run into people from my old church. I said, this is amazing. When I was with you over there, you believed in me. You sang my praises. Then God tells me to start resurrection of all nations, and you assume that overnight, I'm no longer a man of God. How does that work? Oh, so man of God is only over there? <laughs> How does that work? Every tongue that rises against you, God condemns it. Hagen never says anything against anyone, no matter what. He said the reason he hadn't had the headache since 1938 until they said that he had the meningitis or something. I said, that's death. Because he hadn't had a headache since 1938. He says it's not because of his faith. He says it's because of his love work. That Satan could never get him to judge anyone, Amen. to speak against anyone. Amen. And watch. And he said that the way God taught it to him was that he and another pastor was talking or discussing, and the, the other pastor mentioned about this pastor that had fallen into something. So he said, now, now that's pretty bad. And the Lord spoke to him and said, now, is he your servant? He said, no, I didn't say he was my servant. I was just saying that what he did was pretty bad. He said, but is he your servant? Who are you to say that what he did was pretty bad? Okay, well, is it good then? I mean, he and the Lord were arguing about it until finally he discovered that God was telling him, shut your mouth. Is none of your business, and it's for me to judge. But think about how quick you are, you are to give your opinion, even when you are not asked. I know I wasn't asked, but let me just speak on it. I just, I just <laughs> you feel like you, you, you have need to speak on it. It's a tragic thing because so many believers are walking around with condemned thumbs. That's why your prophetic utterances are not honored. Your decrees don't work. Because if your tongue is condemned, it loses its power. It may produce death, but it can't produce life. Is your tongue condemned? Those of you that are watching, is your tongue condemned? When your tongue is condemned, you lack prophetic powers. Your words are not honored. So you have to guard it. Not to run in your mouth. Because this is the covenant that God made. And, and, and the, the, the one thing I celebrate about that covenant in Isaiah is that he says, and their righteousness is of me. Meaning, they may even be wrong. Mm -hmm. 
But because of my righteousness, yeah. I will condemn anybody speaking against. So, <clears throat> we begin with the word of life. I mean, I've been all over, but as the Holy Spirit is blessing us, I'm enjoying it. Amen. Amen. He doesn't protect us from the strife of tongues. He just condemns the tongue. All right? So, now, number two, every instruction God gives will require faith. First, you have to get the word. But the miracle is when the word comes, faith comes. That's another reason you wait on him. Faith cometh by hearing. And hearing by the word. Put yourself in my shoes. I was praying with Minister Donna. At the time, she wasn't a minister. We were praying about her business. And God said, I have given you that building. And I jumped up and told her to come, come, come. She didn't know what was going on. I said, just come. Hallelujah. She, she acted like Sarah that day. Didn't ask a thousand questions. Because the normal thing would be, well, where are we going? I thought we were praying for my business. What's going on? This and that and the other. I said, just come. And she followed me. I said, get in the car. And I took off. And I drove over here. I said, this, God just told me that this is where my church will be. And I drove around it seven times, screaming, shouting, and celebrating. That sounds like possession. Hallelujah. <laughs> that sounds like believing. Remember. I did not have any money. I did not have any members. I did not have a church account. But I possessed it by faith. <laughs> you see? Well, Elder Thomas believes that God gave me the gift of faith to weather through all the, them storms. Amen. And just, <laughs> and kept going Amen. and not flinch. Particularly when the guy came and told me that, you know, that there's a hundred year old law here you can't use here for a church. Then my joy was short lived. <laughs> You're trying to possess a building that you know that even if you got it, you couldn't use it. Now, don't look at it now because you're sitting in here enjoying the Bible study. Look at it from my vantage, knowing nothing, having no money, having nothing. And you have to possess it by faith. Yes. That's the faith you are being told to follow. So we had to start looking for where this money is and how to get it. But I had to believe that he had given it to me. Okay. You must also understand that you don't hear from God one time. 
and then go off on your own. You have to continue to listen for instructions. You have to seek godly counsel for things you don't understand. All right? So, I've given you the testimony how we went on the first round to get it financed and it fell, it fell through. Now, the next round, God came to me and said, now, do you believe I've given you that building? I said, yes. He said, then, look, take 50000 from the money you have collected, put down on it, and be ready to lose it in 90 days. Because that's how commercial loans work. You put money down, then if they accept your offer, then they give you 90 days to do all your discoveries, do all your environmental impact statement, do all these things. You have to fulfill all this stuff, then find permanent financing for the balance. You have 90 days to get it done. <clears throat> so, so I had to trust him. So I put the 50,000 down. Let me get ahead of myself in the testimony. After we possessed the building and now we're not worshiping, then one day he said to me, do you know how many people have believed me for this building before you? Even one young man that came here briefly and God used him to get me the keys to this building and then God blessed him and his wife with children. That was his purpose. Shortly after they left. He said that he and another pastor had come in here, prayed for most of the day, and they were making the declarations and possessing the building. But because it was not theirs, God did not listen to nor answer the prayer. You see? They were possessing it by faith, but I was the man with the word. Amen. <laughs> yes. Then he said to me, do you know why none of them could receive this building? I said, no. He said, they were trying to change the law first before they will buy the building. But you obeyed me and bought the building, knowing you can't use it. Faith! Beloved, we thank God for this study as we are walking and reliving the journey of faith that God used to bring us to where we are. Can you imagine being made to buy a building? knowing that you couldn't use that building as a church because it was located in the commercial zone in Union City where churches were not permitted. Satan was making so much noise in my ears, telling me that the people will see clearly when I fall flat on my face and nothing will work and yak, 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 yak. I just ignored him. Are you allowing the enemy to talk you out of your faith? 
You're allowing him to sow doubt and unbelief in your heart where you question the integrity of a holy God. God is impeccable. God is satisfied with himself. I'm a great God. <laughs> and he told the nation of Israel, from now on my name shall be great among the Gentiles. So you have to know uh, if you want God to partner with you, if you want God, you and God to get along, then you must make room for his greatness. And he makes things harder before he solves them. <laughs> I believed him, I obeyed him. We found that permanent financing. <clears throat> he said, put $50,000 down, be ready to lose it in 90 days. That permanent financing came through, I think, two or three days before we lost the 50000 And then the 90-day deadline passed, and then you have 30 days to close after that. And we made it by faith. Even on the day of the closing, I was still in the bank making deposit to be able to get a cashier's check to pay for the building. I wish it was cash, but yes, but some of the money was borrowed. And of course, God paid it off in four years. We, we were debt free, amen. So, I invite you to understudy my faith. I invite you to experience the glory and the miracles of God by watching this broadcast and hearing these testimonies and then following them as a pattern for your own life and your own blessing and your own deliverance. Call 770-994-3777. Do you know what's amazing? Most people are not interested in learning anything. They just, hey, give me money. Give me money. That's the cry all over the place. People are coming from everywhere. I don't know how, what makes them think of all this money and they're all coming to collect. <laughs> but if you give a man fish, he will come back tomorrow hungry. But if you teach him how to fish, he will be set for life. We're teaching you how to fish. We're teaching you how to follow God. We're teaching you how to get your own breakthroughs. And the miracles of faith will emanate in your own life. Receive it in Jesus' name. Receive it in Jesus' name. Amen. <clears throat> and amen. Write to me, P.O. Box 251, Union City, Georgia, 30291. Support the voice of resurrection. Yes, you're getting blessed by it. The testimony is the word, the revelations that are designed to get you to your destiny, to weaponize your faith and give you breakthroughs. So into it today. God will honor your faith. God will even tell you the amount of seed to sow. Don't hesitate. He will tell you the amount of seed to sow and he will respond to you. God is not religious. If God speaks to you, he will honor your faith. Amen. Put that seed in the ground today in Jesus' name. Call the prayer line for a prayer of agreement. You will get a breakthrough. That's all the time we have today. We thank God for you. We will continue this broadcast tomorrow. Receive grace in Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you. <laughs>